Welcome to Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. Today with me is Carmarie, also known as Coco Fenton, the melanated queen with a powerful voice and story. A little bit about Coco. She is a 39-year-old wife and mother. Shoot, when I saw 39, I was like, man, she does not even look 39. <laughs> She's an author, a Christian counselor, bookkeeper, business consultant, motivational speaker and her motto is live a life of integrity let me say that again live a life of integrity and be the change that you want to see and you know what I'm just gonna leave it as that because I want Coco to introduce herself because a bio is just a bio but once you have the real deal without the carbon copy everything is golden welcome Coco Hey, 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 how is everybody doing? I hope everybody is well and prospering today. So go ahead and tell me a little bit more, Coco, than what you put on the bio, because I know there's more, more to that than you. Let's go deep diving. <laughs> okay, well, uh, well, as I said, that my motto is live a life of integrity because your, your life speaks for itself. Your, your life is what people see every day. And people watch you whether you know they are watching you or not. They may not always say something, but you're always being watched. So, you know, I, I've learned that in this lifetime, your life is not your own. Um, you live your life on purpose for somebody else. Um, and it's, it's pretty much for somebody else to be able to say, okay, if she can do it, I can do it, you know, type of deal. So, you know, I, I, I live every day with that motto. I, I want to be the change. Um, I always said that I wanted to make a change, so I had to learn how to be the change that I wanted to see. So I had to start changing me first. So I started changing everything that I, I felt like was negative to positive, and now everything about me is positivity. I don't I don't do negativity at all. So that's that's my motto. That's what I do. That's my everyday everyday living. Thank you so much for sharing that, Coco, with your thousand watt smile. Your smile just radiates and you're always like fun and vibrant, ball of energy, no nonsense type of woman. And I just love that you could come on and be your authentic self. And today's um, segment that we're going to talk about is relying on God's instruction. So how important is relying on God's instruction to you? And was it a process for you to really tap out and lean into God wholeheartedly? Ooh, wow. Um, well, one, it is very important to rely on his instruction because if you step outside of his instruction and his timing, you can really mess some things up. Not only can you mess some things up, you will delay what is, uh, what is, uh, what, how could I say it? What is, uh, ahead of for you um, and you don't want to do that you don't want to go outside his timing or try to go ahead of it either um, was it a process yes because I had to learn how to step outside of me and put me on the back burner and let him do what he needed to do I had to learn that he didn't need my help that was the biggest thing um, that 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 he had it all under control I didn't have to help him I, I, I wasn't the one barking the orders I, I was the one in, in the in the passenger seat. He's the driver. So that's what I had to learn. Um, 
And and it takes time for some people to learn that that you gotta learn how to step aside and allow God to do allow God to be God to do what he needs to do. So when did you first fall fall in love with God? Um, I was about 21. Yeah. So I was about 21. That's when I really, really um started really going after what I knew um he said my purpose was. So um, when once once I really kind of had got tunnel vision with that, that's what I started doing, and that's when I started seeing a total different mindset, a different way of living my life, a different way of um, entertaining people, interacting with people, everything. Because I started doing everything on a totally different level, um, and and that's what a lot of people don't understand that when you begin to live your life on purpose and you live your purpose um that change is part of the process um and i had to grasp that because a lot of uh, a lot of points in our life i realized that we as people we don't like change um and i accepted the change so you know for me i think that that was one of the easiest part of the process was the change um it was just the how long it took for the change to actually take place. But I accepted the change with no issues, so. Do you feel at 21, that was a significant age because that is in the worldly system, 21 is the age of, oh yeah, I'm an adult, YOLO, drinking age, college parties and stuff. And you are tapping into your purpose and tapping into God's will for your life. And some people who may have been in the same age group as you, they may be trying to tap into living their best life without the help of God. So looking back then to where you were to where you are now, what would your compare and contrast be? The comparing contrast for me would be um, at the age of 21, I I made like a big drastic decision. What really did it was I was in the club one night. And while I was out in the club, my bishop that I was under at the time came in the club and got me out the club. Um, and he said that the Lord woke him up, told him to get dressed and come and get me. Um, and I was in the club with a drink in my hand on the dance floor doing my thing. I felt a tap on my shoulder. And when I turned around, it was him. And I was like, what you doing in here? Like, you know, I was real shocked. Like, like, Bishop, what's going on? He said, the Lord sent me to come get you. Oh, okay. I ain't asked no questions. I put the drink down, grabbed all my stuff and told everybody that rode with me, y'all got to find another ride home. So you were obedient because he got up out of his bed to come find you in the club. But it's so funny how God works because the fact that he knew where you were, what club you were in. So mm -hmm. some people would say, man, is that for real? But then other people who are walking in the prophetic, they're tapping in with the vertical relationship and they're steadfast with God. They would say, you know what? It was an appointed time. It was a divine intervention and a divine connection because a call on my life was too big for me to suffer and be severed. Yeah, because uh, one thing about it is if I would not have left with him at the time that he showed up, literally 10 minutes after we left the club, the club got shot up. 
Wow. And it could have been me. You know what I mean? So you, you never know, you know, and if it, if, you know, you never know if one of those bullets had my name on it. And it, it, I, I was obedient and I left. Um, and people that I know, they didn't come with me that night, but people that I know um, that was in the club that night actually got shot up that night after I left. So it was, yeah, it was a, a bittersweet moment. And oh. I, I still remember it just like it was yesterday. All I'm saying over here is like, wow, because it's nothing but the hedge of protection. And God is always going ahead of us. Even when we may not be close to him, he's still close to us. So yeah. now in this season of your life at 39 years old, and you doing all this incredible things um, for yourself, also for the world. What type of impact are you making, and why do you do the things that you do currently? Um, well, I, I hope I'm making a great impact, you know, especially for the kingdom. Um, and I hope that I'm, I'm I'm hurting the enemy's kingdom. That's 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 what I hope that I'm doing. I'm I hope I'm doing damage to his kingdom, but. Um, as far as, as, as what I, I want to give out to people or what I, I hope to give to people is just to empower people to let them know that one, you don't have to be a statistic because that's what they made me out to be when I was younger due to, due to where I was brought up and where my hometown is from and what they felt like my hometown was about, you know, um, the first thing they said, oh, you from there you're going to be just like the rest of them. No, baby, don't. First of all, don't put a label on me. I'm, I'm not, I've never been one that you can put in a box and keep it. Because if you put me in a box, I'm going to break out of it. That, that's always been me, you know. And um, so I, I, I love to empower people. Look, you don't have to be what people tell you that you are, especially if it's anything negative. Always be the opposite. I always tell people, if people say that you're not going to do something, prove them wrong and do it anyway, you know. Show, show them that you can do it and do it with a smile on your face you know that's that's what I tell people all the time and 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 it works for a lot of people a lot of people that I came up with you know especially I deal with a lot of women um and when I deal with them it's like a low self-esteem thing or women that have been kind of bogged down beat down mentally verbally that type of thing um some of them even with domestic issues you know, and, and I just let them know, look, love ain't supposed to hurt. Love is supposed to be kind. It's supposed to be gentle. And it's supposed to be an unconditional thing. You're not supposed to have love with conditions. I love you if you do this for me. I love you if. That's not how that's supposed to work. If I love you, I love you. And that's just what it is. There's nothing that you, there's nothing that you can do about it. So I tell people all the time, you know, my, my motto after, after me and Quentin do our shows is I love you to life. I, I'm gonna speak life into you, so I love you to life. I want you to go live a life, a life that means something. It, it means something to you and let your life mean something to somebody else. So. Beautiful. And I'm so glad that you are illuminating the world. You're illuminating people that are connecting to you and you're using your voice to empower other people and create the impact that you want to see. Because if you never open your mouth, if you never share your stories, then how is 
the impact going to resonate with somebody else that may be going through something that you already went through. So you have grace, you have mercy, you have the compassion, and thank God that our past does not depict our future and that he continues to love on us whenever we were far away. And now when we talk about relying on God's instructions, what does that look like for someone who is new coming into their religious walk or their spirituality? What type of tips would you give that young man or young woman who wants to find God, but they're struggling to know, is God real? Where is he? Where do I start? Where does this begin? Okay, so the first thing I would say is one day that God and the Holy Spirit is a gentleman. It's nothing that has to be forced, and he doesn't force himself on anybody. And I'm not a, a, a religiosity person, so religion ain't my thing. You know, I'm a kingdom-minded individual, first and foremost. So let me go ahead and put that, that disclaimer out there. A lot of people go based off of, when you say you're a Christian, they go based off the religion, and they still don't live the Christian life. I'm a kingdom little. That's That's what I'm about. So at the end of the day, um, you know, like I said, God don't force himself on anybody, but it's a still, it's a still small voice. It's that thing inside of you when you get ready to do something that you know you don't, you ain't supposed to be doing. And you say, it say, hey, stop. Don't do that. You know, listen to it because that voice is trying to protect you from something. And at the end of the day, if you have a vision and that vision is something positive, that vision could 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 promote you your family, and not only promote you and your family, but you got a vision that's so, that's so grand that you can build jobs for your community, why wouldn't God give, the, give you something like that? Because now you're able to do something for yourself, your family, and somebody else. So, you know, you got to look at, at how things work. What I, what I have always seen is, first of all, if it's anything opposite of positive, God ain't got nothing to do with it. You know, that's that's not going to it's not going to build me. That's going to tear me down. If it's not building me up, I have nothing to do with it. If you can help build me and push me, then fine. We can be friends. But if all you got is a bunch of negativity, I'm going to love you from afar. I'm going to still love you regardless. But baby, when you got some positivity, then we can talk. You know, that you got to learn how to have the right support system around you and have the right people. Um, you know, when you got a pusher such as myself, because I, I push everybody I know, I encourage people and I encourage you to do the right things. But I also encourage you to fight for your dreams. If it's worth it, you fight for it. You know, you, you don't let the dreams die. Don't allow anything to kill your dream. Don't allow anything to kill your vision. Habakkuk 2 and 2 says it's better write the vision and make it plain. And that's that's the thing that you got to do. You know, you write your vision, you make it plain, you consult God, put it first, lay it before him and, and wait and let and let him do the rest of the work. But you also do your legwork. So at, at the end of the day, you know, I, I'm a firm believer that when you put two and two together and you put him in front of it, it'll work. 
I like that. So what I heard was trust your gut instinct. And for those of you who are seasoned, that's the discernment. Listen to the discernment, which is a still small voice and how God moves in and through you as well as around you. The mm-hmm. other thing is be mindful of who you're connected with, because mm-hmm. just like, you know, iron sharpens iron, spirits leap. And those yeah. spirits could be in the physical realm or they could be in the supernatural realm. Just like God has his angels, the demon has his angels too. And he's seeking people to kill, steal, and destroy. So you have to be standing firm and steadfast in the word. And for those of you who may just be new in coming into relationship with with God, get the Bible app. The Bible app has various translations where it breaks it down. The NIV, New International Version, the NLT, New Living Translation. And there's different ones to help meet you where you are. That way you don't feel like you're on this journey alone. Um, Coco also talked about positivity is so important that we embrace and curate positivity because there's positive energy, positive vibration. And that positivity can be a domino effect. When you surround yourself with light, light knocks out darkness. But if you're surrounding yourself with darkness and things that are negative and pessimistic, it will put you in a state of mind where you're causing yourself to retreat from your dreams, your goals, and your vision versus being pulled up and launching out deep. Coco has been around the block. She she has some more years on me. So listen to somebody who has already been where you have been and who has won the fight for that chapter in that season. Don't take anything lightly. And if you want to go check the stuff that we're saying, open your Bible because everything you need to know is in the Bible. And as someone said, what is it, Coco? They said the basic instructions before leaving earth. That's what the Bible So, So Coco, whenever, whenever you're hearing from God, how does God speak to you? Because some people hear him in an audible voice. Some people feel him in their spirit and their soul. Some, some people see him in dreams and visions. How does he personally speak to you? And how do you know that it's God and not, you know, the serpent? Because it says, be wise as a, no, be wise as a serpent, but harmless as a dove. Okay, uh, so for me, he actually deals with me in multiple ways. Um, he deals with me a lot in dreams, um, in, in visions. So in, in all of my dreams, all of my visions are not when I'm sleeping. I can be wide awake sometimes and just be looking at TV and then what I'm looking at on the TV is no longer there. He's literally showing me something different. And some people don't understand that. Some people do, some people don't. Um, and sometimes it, it just plays before me like a movie reel and I can just see stuff happening to people and I just be like, okay, God, what you want me to do? Do you just want me to pray about it or do you want me to give them the warning? You know, and, and I'll ask, you know, sometimes he'll tell me to act on it. Sometimes he tell me to just go in the prayer, go in the intercession. So, you know, I have to be obedient because sometimes you can't speak on everything that he shows. And um, and a lot of times he, he speaks to me just like I speak to people. Um, he gives me a, mostly everything raw and uncut because that's how I am, you know what I mean? And, and at the end of the day, um, I have, and I, and I thank him for the discernment that he has given me. 
is that he has given me the gift of discernment, which is very keen that I know how to decipher between the difference. I know when it's a counterfeit in front of me and I know when it's the real thing. And at the end of the day, you know, I've always been able to try the spirit by the spirit and I'll try it 500 ways to Sunday and, 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 and I'll test it all the way through. And then once it's done, it's done. You know, you, uh, uh, it's just like a rope. You can only test it so much. And if you go to cutting in the middle and you still pull it, it, it ain't gonna, you know, it ain't gonna go with just so far before it snaps. You know, and and at the end of the day, that's that's how I am. I'm I'm that one that I'll test it until it's not. So, um, uh, in 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 the spirit realm, you know, I I I deal with a lot. I see a lot. I feel a lot. I pick up on a lot. Um, in this season, he he has made me very sensitive to people. Um, so I pick up a lot of what they're feeling before they tell me what they're feeling. And, you know, right then and there, I'm able to deal with that issue or, you know, that that helped them deal with that problem if they want to deal with that problem. You know, I'll ask, hey, how you doing? I don't just go in there and prior. I'll ask them how they doing. If they open up and they tell me, then I, I start to talk to them to help them deal with wherever they, they are. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, you, you can only help a person if they won't help. So. And then as you just explained that so beautiful, because I heard empath, um, you could feel what people are going through. And then that allows you to ask them a question to see if they want to open up or if you just need to leave the lid on it for now. Then I heard you say God speaks to you in multiple ways. But sometimes when God speaks to you, do, uh, whenever you were, you know, maybe small in your faith to where your faith is now did you ever get afraid of the way that God was speaking to you and how he was delivering and how did you combat that uh yeah I did I thought I was real weird because I was like what's going on why I like I could be in the church service like before I got where I am now I would literally be in the church service I could hear the preacher talking but I would hear something different as they're preaching their message. And I was like, that's not, that's not what he's saying. Like, that's, that's not what's being said. And if there was somebody sitting next to me, they would hear me saying it. Cause I, I would be thinking that I'm saying this to myself, but I would actually be saying it out loud. Um, and if it was somebody that didn't know me or did not come with me, I feel like that's not, that's not what he's saying though. Like, that's not what's really coming out his mouth, you know? And, um, one thing that I have realized is that the Lord has uh, put me in a place where I deal with leaders. Um, and he has put me in a place to intercede for leaders. And um, with that, I have always um, had to be in a certain place in myself so that I can be confident enough to be able to go to that leader without being afraid to say whatever the Lord told me to say. So, um, yeah, it, it was rough because um, I, I, you know, some people you just don't, you know, you, you feel like you're down here. So you don't want to approach somebody that's up here, um, as they say. And then, you know, the Lord had to get me to realize he was like, it's just a title in front of their name. They're really not too much bigger than you. I need you to go do that, you know, and do what I said and do it now. Okay. Let me go do what you said, because I don't want to deal with the repercussions later. I don't like being beat by you. It's not fun. It don't feel good. 
So yeah, disobedience is, is not my forte because um, it don't feel good. So, you know, I tell people, try try your best to live a life of, of obedience because it's, it's better that way. Um, yeah. Thank you for elaborating and sharing that because it definitely helps. And the reason why I ask that is because there may be a listener or a viewer who is dealing with that in their present moment. And I don't want them to think that, oh, I'm weird. I'm different. Why me? Because why not you? He equipped you with this for a reason so you could use it, but don't use it to you know, do bad, use it to do good. Because if you start to operate in the gifts that God has given you in a way of malice, then God is going to deal with you harshly because he did not put those gifts, those talents, the dreams and visions in for you to abuse them and manipulate other people. So that's why I really wanted to pull out the um, that question. And Coco, as we begin to wind down, I wanna ask you, uh, whenever you're walking with God and you're on assignment and God is calling you to higher things, sometimes we as human beings can get burnt out because our load can be heavy and we have a lot that we're carrying. So how do you ensure that Coco replenishes herself as she continues to pour out to empire, I mean, empower other people, leaders, women, domestic survivors, and those you come in contact with, because self-care is very important. You could be a believer and a kingdom woman, but you also must gird yourself, put on the whole armor, and make sure you're taking care of Coco, because if you're not taking care of you, then who else will? Right. Well, I'm first and foremost, I'm very adamant about self-care, um, and and that's, due, that's spiritually and physically, mentally, the whole whole shebang i'm about the whole person first and foremost if the whole person ain't together your spirit man is going to be off that let's let's just go ahead and be real about that um you have to have a balance all the way around so if there's something off somewhere whether it's physically mentally your spirit man is going to be off your spirit man can't be up here and your physical man is down here and then your mental is like right there it, that it doesn't work and all of it got to be, they got to be right here together. And, you know, so it has to be a balancing act between, between everything. Um, you know, just like you said, like you, like you asked me earlier, um, you know, due, due to, you know, some things that I have going on health-wise, I, I got a lot of everybody asking, how are you doing today? And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm good. I'm a little fatigued, but I'm always in good spirit, you know? And that's me. And then at the end of the day, I never allow anything to make it get to the point of where I cannot be who I need to be at all times. Um, so it's never that bad. And I, I tell people that all the time. And I've never been a complainer. You'll never hear me complain about it. So, um, you know, like people say that they give the term, I don't look like what I've been through. I don't. Um, and, and, and I don't show it. I never do. So at the end of the day, you know, that's one thing that you have to you have to peg yourself on is you that you don't have to show what you go through because it doesn't have to look like it all the time. And at the end of the day, um, one of the, the biggest things, though, um, is you, you have to know when not to pick up a weight that doesn't belong to you because everything is not your assignment. 
Um, and once you pick something up, you have to know when to release it because um, it's not meant for you to just hold on to it and continue to carry it. You know, so when I go in and I eat it, I intercede for somebody and I find out that there's something going on or somebody tells me I need prayer, I will pray for an individual. But as soon as I'm done, I release it because I can't carry that weight. It's not my weight to carry. Um, and I've learned that because before I got to where I am now, every time I will go into prayer for somebody, every time I will feel somebody, I will continue to carry that weight for them. And, and it will bog me down and I will wonder why I felt like I felt. So I've learned how to release the weight. And that's the big thing that you have to learn how to do in this season is release dead weight that does not belong to you. So you have to release the weight. And the other thing too, is I do pour out a lot. I pour out on a daily basis, but I've learned how to um, refuel myself by going into the word, going into prayer for myself, but also being fed so I have my own you know I have my own leaders that pour into me that refuel me when I pour out so um that's one of the the things that is very important you have to have somebody that you trust that can pour back into you when you are a person that pours out into other people thank you for sharing that and I like that um and what you said because at, when you were talking I just got the analogy it's like you can't pour from an empty cup. So as someone is pour, as someone is pouring and that cup is overflowing, you take that overflow and you continue to pour it down. So then it becomes like a waterfall and mm -hmm. that, that drip down effect. But if you have nothing to pour from, then you need to be fed. And that's spiritually, mentally, mm -hmm. emotionally, and physically. So you could be whole and complete. Then your cup will be flowing and it'll be running over and you'll be walking into the overflow and as you're walking into the overflow then you could tap the next brother or sister in line metaphorically speaking or the next man or woman and pour into them but you really have to be whole and complete so Coco I just loved everything that you said and you poured out I was on on mute but I was over here doing yes I was like go hard <laughs> so as we close I want you to leave the listeners with a gem that they could glean from from this segment since we are relying on God's instructions and I also want you to tell the listeners and the viewers once again who you are how they could connect with you on social media or if they need your services give your information okay well first and foremost the, the one nugget that I really do want to leave with everybody is first be true to yourself. That's that's the main thing. Be true to yourself because there's only one you, um, and and it takes too much work to pretend to be somebody else. Okay, um, and at the end of the day, it's 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 all about your posture, your position, and your response. So you have to know those things: your posture, your positioning, your response. Um, first of all, your posture is about where you are. You gotta maintain your posture. Your position may change because you could be promoted. You know what I mean? So your position, you got to stay in a receiving position in order to receive the things that are uh, coming to you and are available to you. And as far as your response, your response to the things that are happening in this seasoning are very key. Everybody don't deserve a response from you. So if it's negativity, you don't even have to say anything. 
You just shrug it off. Or you could give everybody my favorite word in this season. Okay. You know, uh, that, that's what it is. You don't even really have to give people a, a major response in this season. When it's a good, when it's something good for you, then you give God all the praise. Hey, hooray! You do do what you do. You give Him some praise. Yeah, everybody that know me know I'm a praiser. I'm a shout until my heart is content. So at the end of the day, that's what you do. It's that's 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 how it has kept me, and that's what has worked for me. But you find what works for you. Um, the main thing is that I, I maintain that, and at the end of the day, I make sure that I make sure he knows that I'm okay because he is. So that's it, that, that, that's, that's it for me. As far as how to find me, you can find me on Facebook at Camaria Coco Fenton. You can also find me at the Curvy Royal Entertainment page. Um, I have a couple pages, so if you hit me up, I'll give you all of them too many to name. Um, also, um, you can find me on Wednesday and when, uh, Mondays and Wednesday nights, um, at 8 p.m. with My Life Has Destiny podcast. And uh, on Instagram, I am Camaria B underscore the Curvy Royal, which is my, my other thing that I do. Um, I, as she stated, I'm also a motivational speaker. So if, if y'all want to hit me up for me to, to give anybody any nuggets, you can find me there or email me. My email is cwbradley1230 at gmail or camiriafenton2019 at gmail. You can hit either one of those up. And as far as reaching out to me for any type of services, you can hit me up on any of those pages and I will gladly get back to you. I do not hesitate and I don't wait. I, as soon as I see it, I, I hit you back. So. Thank you so much, Coco. And for you listeners and viewers, all of Coco's contact information will be in the show notes. So read and tap in with Coco. She has some amazing things going on. And just make sure that you are basking in God's presence. You're relying on God's instruction. It's so important. And we are in a precedent time right now. And I want you to really know who you are and whose you are. You just heard, yes, you just heard this fabulous segment on gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. And my guest today was Carmaria Coco Fenton. And our last words will be her motto. Say your motto, Coco. My motto is live a life of integrity and be the change that you want people to see. So we love y'all. Like I said, I love y'all to life. And that's my motto for everybody. So speak life unto yourself in daily affirmations. Trust me, they work. Peace, love, and lots of blessings. Signing out and catch us on the next episode.